1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. Brought to you by Screen X, exclusively at Market Ridge Cinema in New Berlin. Screen X provides moviegoers with a 270-degree viewing experience. Immerse yourself in the breathtaking visuals at Marcus Ridge Cinema's Screen X in New Berlin. Get your tickets at MarcusTheaters.com. It's time to talk music news with our music expert, Gary Graff. Good morning, Gary. How are you? All right. How are you guys today? I believe uh, that we're, is... We're uh, heading, for, heading for the finish line tape. You know, That's all right. It's been a pretty sick week here. You have answered that question week after week after week for 50 years now. That's how long you've been on with us, right? It's close. It feels like it in a good way. Yeah. And your answer is uh, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You sound like you have a cold. You get the Friday. Uh, Yeah. This is, um, so I just did five concerts in six nights. So this is the, this is the effect of yelling over a lot of loud noise. All right. What were the five concerts? I have to know. Uh, Well, we'll, we'll, um, Mammoth WVH, Wolfgang Van Halen. Okay. And uh, John Batiste, uh, Porno for Pyros, Blue Oyster Cult, and Blake Shelton. I recognize really a couple of those. Yeah. I'm really happy I remember all that. How's uh, Blake's <laughs> show now that he can Blake's, uh, put all you know, his Blake's, weight behind his show? Yeah, Blake's a guy who knows his lane. He's a guy who plays guitar and sings country songs, and that's exactly what he did. And his fans love that, and you know it's not not what you call the most exciting show in the world, but it's it's exactly what he does. Did and his <laughs> his wife show up? Was she uh, no. standing in the no, wings? She showed up. She showed up on video. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So she they're got, not exactly Travis and Kelsey then. But not quite. You mean you mean uh, Taylor, Taylor, and Kelsey. Taylor, and Taylor and Travis T and T. Right. Garth Brooks, okay, since since we brought up Travis Kelsey, there's a couple of Garth Brooks stories, but we'll start with this one. Travis, Garth Brooks wants Travis Kelsey to sing Friends in Low Places at his Nashville bar opening. Yeah, so bar, Garth is opening the bar, the French, Friends in Low Places bar, next week on March 7th in Nashville, and after hearing Travis sing in quotation marks part of the song at the at the Chiefs Super Bowl rally, in Kansas City, he's extended an invitation. He's not Travis talking about the part where he was screaming, "Get a fight for your right to party!" Right? That's that's not. Well, what that, he's might really a follow, that might be the follow-up song. No, he sang a bit of uh, "Friends in Low Places." Oh, okay. Uh, during that as well, so Garth has given him the uh, you know the the invite. We haven't heard whether Travis will be there or not, but you know it would be fun. And then the Garth is also you, you'll be able to the same night as as the Friends in Low Places bar and Honky Tonk opens, uh, you can tune in to Prime Video, Amazon Prime Video, and there will be a documentary about the making and the building of the bar for you to watch. So if you can't be there in person... Boy, you, you know, uh, I think, was it Nick Lachey who was doing that? He and his brother had a bar in Cincinnati, remember? And mm-hmm. that was a reality show. Yeah. And I could have cared less about that. I... <laughs> This one, this one might be a little more. Yeah. yeah, this one might be a little more exciting. You know, Garth's a compelling figure. You know, opening a big Nashville bar is, is a little bit different. Uh, you know, I, I have to, well, I'm I, sure I, I'll check it out. I have to have total clarity with you, just so you know. I have said for some time now that this is the sort of thing that has right. wrecked Nashville. We've talked about this uh, quite a bit. and Well, it's turned Nashville into, into a tourist 
area where it used to be a really cool place to go as a tourist. You got two Kid, different things. You got Kid Rock's bar. Now you have Garth Brooks bar. You have uh, uh, um, Brooks and Dunn. Oh um, yeah, you have a bunch, bunch of people. No, it's it's Vegas. Yeah. It, it, it's Vegas East. Yeah, it's just lost Nashville. It, it it's it's really lost its its character. I think. Uh, yeah, the character's still there. You just have to know where to go. I mean, the Bluebird. A lot more people know about the Bluebird Cafe, but it's still the Bluebird Cafe. It's kind of like Yogi Berra said: nobody goes there anymore. Anymore, it's too busy. Right. <laughs> Right, but it's still a cool place to go, and you're going to hear some good news. There's still a lot of little, good, little, charming, you know, places where you can go hear good music, and you, you just have to go seek them out. You can't just go on to Broadway and do the tourist Right, thing. right, because that's where all the uh, um, um, bachelorette parties go, is down on Broadway. Right, and then the, the pedal pubs and yeah. everything else. And nobody wants to be around those, the pedal pubs. Uh, the, no, 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 no. All no, of no. that nonsense. It's, it's like a, yeah. All right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Garth is also going to be part of the Elton John, Bernie Taupin thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. On March 20th, they're going to be filming the Gershwin Prize, you know, Library of Congress Gershwin Prize that, that Elton John and Bernie Taupin are going to receive. Garth is going to be one of the performers. Metallica, uh, Brandy Carlisle, of course, you know, she's, she's going to be part of it because she's part of everything. And uh, you'll have, uh, who else? Annie Lennox. And Marin Morris will all be performers, and this will be this will be filmed on March 20th, invite only, and then aired on PBS on April 8th. Is the reporter is going to be the host. Is this being done at the Gershwin Theater? I, it's being. I think so. I in think, New York, I, I right? Think that's where they do it. No, no, no. They do it in D.C. So okay. If, uh, all right. I, I'm, I don't know if the Library of Congress, if they have their own performing arts or if they do it somewhere else. They have a few venues in, in D.C. It could be at the Kennedy yeah. Center even. Yeah, it's not. I know it's not the Kennedy Center. It's, okay. it's, it's at a small, because I've seen the other ones on TV, it's at a smaller place. That's why it's invite only and hard to, hard to go to. But it's, you know, it should, it should be a night. They've all been really interesting events, and this one definitely should be one. Have you seen the uh, Bob Marley bio? I have. I have, it? and I, I enjoyed it. Uh, quite a bit. It's, uh, Do you have to be a Bob Marley not, fan to like it? I don't think so. You know, they tell the human story. The smart thing they do is they, they cover a slice of his life, and then they use flashbacks when they need to. So it really tracks nicely. It's it's not Ray, and it's not Walk the Line, but it's better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, you know, and, and it's doing incredibly well in just two weeks. Uh, the the Bob Marley movie One Love has become the number eight top grossing movie biopic of all time. It's taken in seventy one point two million dollars. It's breathing down the neck of Ray, which had seventy five point three million. A uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, of course, is two hundred sixteen point four million. So it's got a long way to go to catch that, but it's doing very very well. What's the hook in his story? I mean, I knew he, you know, it's like a lot of weed and. There's a lot of weed, and, and it's definitely in the movie. I mean, this this part, this movie covers his exile, his self-imposed exile from Jamaica after he was shot before a big peace concert there. He and his whole entourage disembarked to England, where they made the Exodus album. You know, not just the best Bob Marley album, but one of the best albums of all time. So it traces the making of Exodus, and, you know, 
and everything that that went with being Bob Marley, you know, including including you know a lot of extramarital affairs and things like that. And then it it's not a spoiler alert, you know, it wraps up bringing him back to Jamaica for another Pete's concert. But it also covers his, his you know him being diagnosed with cancer and. And it, it manages to, and not a lot of time, it covers a lot of key elements of his story, and it does so in a way that feels that feels right and doesn't feel hokey or anything. And the music's tremendous, so you well, can't go too wrong well, with it. I guess I'd expect a good soundtrack on that one. Boy, if you yeah. had the Bob Marley story and the soundtrack was lame, you would be, somebody would should be, have been be fired. A, that would be a failure, yes. That would be a failure. Another week, another hologram tour, maybe. Maybe. This is a big maybe. But Queen, there's a lot of speculation now because of trademarks that have been filed for uh, by Mercury Songs Limited, which is the Queen uh, company. You know, they've obtained all sorts of trademarks for mixed reality experiences, virtual environments, 3D virtual, whatever you can do uh, to get the trademarks. So that's got everybody thinking, okay, this is going to be a Queen reality tour, you know, a queen virtual reality tour, you know, probably hologram, but maybe Avatar. Um, they have, that's as much as we know about it now. Brian May has spoken against the idea in the past, but Queen did use a... Because he's a Mercury. scientist. He is a scientist, <laughs> and he has concerns about AI, but they did during the Queen, during the queen with Queen Plus Adam Lambert illusion tour, they did use a virtual reality Freddy for a, for a few seconds uh, there on stage. So, you know, they played with it. Certainly the money would be there if they did it. Speaking uh, of Brian was, May, how does that guy get so talented? If you had one of the things that he can do at an incredibly high level, being science or play guitar, how, how did he get both? You know what? Studies over the years have shown us that learning music, studying music, and studying science and math, they complement each other and they go hand in hand. So yeah, there are a lot of there are a lot of scientists, doctors who who play music in some capacity. And sure, then, they play you know, music, but they of, don't play music like that. I mean, he's not, he's like not just no, home not like banging that. away on the piano before dinner. He's playing to thousands of people every night. Better he than went, everyone you know, else. So he went the other way. You know, he was somebody who started as a musician and perfected that craft, but he was also a smart guy with interest in science and pursues, like you do, biophysics as a hobby and, you know, became quite accomplished in that PhD level, um, consulting NASA level smart. So, like Scott you know, Baxter with thing. missiles. Yeah, basically, before, you know, before he was born, he got in whatever that talent line you get in. <laughs> Before before you yeah. get popped out, you know he got in twice. Or Nick Offerman with wood furniture. <laughs> yeah, there you yeah. go. Right. He 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 actually teaches people how to make. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mickey, yeah, as a person from... who isn't good at anything, I'm uh, always amazed at uh, people who are good at two or three things. But if you're Nick Offerman, you can buy good tools and things like that. You know, you're not. Oh, yeah, to really do it. Yeah. yeah. To get it done yeah, but right. Mickey, Mickey, Mickey Dolan's from the Monkees. Another is another one who here he's an actor, singer, musician, and he makes furniture as well. I never heard that. Before. I would love to buy. Yeah. I would love to see his work. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think it's there. If you go to Mickey Dolan, I think it's MickeyDolan's dot com. But if you look online, you can find it. 
All right. There's a Van Halen, uh, Alex Van Halen's memoirs uh, yes. are, are being announced. Now, is this going to turn into everybody suing everybody memoirs? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think, you know, they have, since Eddie's death, you know, they have pretty much zippered up in the Van Halen camp, and things are being done in the right manner. You know, Wolfgang Van Halen, his son, is is handling the guitar company and keeping keeping that going. You know, Alex is, you know, Alex shares control of the Van Halen estate with Wolfgang, but Wolf, but Wolf defers to Alex on all things Van Halen. So uh, the book is going to be called Brothers, and it's being published in October, 384 pages, a 702-minute audio book, as well as an e-book. And it's going to be, you know, it's being described as a love letter to his younger brother. So it's going to cover, they say, family, friendship, music, and brotherly love, you know, warts and all. So we'll see what kind of we'll see what kind of tales he tells. My sense is that if he takes anybody out in this book, it's going to be certain former singers of Van Halen. Yeah, really. Yeah, and- not Eddie, not Eddie, not you know, probably not Michael Anthony. Although I'd be curious to see what he has to say about that, given given everything that went down. With Michael Anthony and Van Halen, I'd like to. I, I would like to hear Alex Van Halen explain why they bumped this guy out of the band. Alex and Eddie are kind of the exception. Usually, when families are in bands together, it ends really, uh-huh. really badly. But not Off with them. Again. No, no, they uh, they they were tight uh, from start to finish, and good for them. It's nice to see that story. It'll be interesting to see it written out on the page. You know how that transpired you know, how Alex felt during those periods when Eddie was in really bad shape and what he did about it. So, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. We have to wait till October, but I'm sure... Oh, come just August, in time for August, Christmas. September. Yeah, and come August, August or September, some things will leak out about that. Is Taylor Swift's dad going to be in any trouble down in Australia? I don't, I don't think so. So they had an incident. You know, she was down doing her tour in Australia, and they, they took a... They went out on a yacht for a little you know, night off party. And then when they got off the yacht, there were a bunch of paparazzi waiting for them. And I guess a couple, according to the, the Swift camp account, a couple of them got very, very aggressive, threatened to throw uh, one of Taylor's representatives in the water because they were getting in the way, this, that, and the other thing. So I guess Taylor's dad intervened and one of the paparazzis accusing him of having punched them in the face, um, you know, so the, the police in New South Wales are investigating, but nobody, nobody really thinks anything's going to come of this. It's already yeah. weighted in uh, the world's favorite human being's favor, right? I mean, the guy who produced her and getting at her and hurting her. Yeah. And, and listen to me, you know, the, uh, I don't know, you know, First Amendment rights do not, well, whether they, they don't have them the same way we do here in Australia, but First Amendment rights do not pertain to paparazzi. Boy, if yeah, I were right. in charge, paparazzi would be running for the hills because I think you should be able to slug them, run them over, whatever you like. You know, I mean, that's it. If they're going to throw themselves yes. in the, in the, you know, if they're going to, if they're going to behave like that, you get what you get, and that's that's the best way to put it. Adele's not well again. No, she has. Or she am I saying that really right? S- Adele. Oh, is it, Adele, yes, yes, Adele. So she has not disclosed what the illness is that is making her cancel all the all the March 
dates of her residency, but she's saying that under doctor's orders, they said she needs to sit down for an extended period of time and get herself healthy. So she's planning to be back in April. No word on whether they're going to make up the March dates or not or how they're going to do it. You know, things like this, it gets crazy because you plan people travel to this and you plan airfare and hotel, and then, then the show goes south. Boy, good so thing she's you, a singer. What do you do about that? Because if she was a roofer or something, <laughs> she just wouldn't be able to get along. There'd be another roofer, you know, to go up yeah. and do, do the work. Yeah. 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 So, you know, but she, you know, she she does have time. There is time in the summer. You know, she's doing those dates in Germany during the summer, but she could potentially make up these dates in the summer. She could do them in the fall and extend the residency yet again. Um, but you know, I'm sure I'm sure we'll hear about that soon enough as well. Is Liam Gallagher going to go through his entire life being angry about something? Oh, why not? Because it's so much fun. It, I mean, to have him be angry. anytime we have a Liam Gallagher story, it's he's mad at somebody. Now it's the Hall of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? And you know, he's basically and he's dropped the f bomb a few times in relation to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when the. When Oasis's nomination was first announced, you know, he basically said he doesn't give an F. Um, now he's he's asking the Hall of Fame to please F off um, because, you know, and it seems to be related to Mariah Carey being one of the nominees. You know, his comment was, as much as I love Mariah Carey, that would be like nominating me for the Rap Hall of Fame. Hmm. Yeah, basically saying, what's she doing there? So, you know, please F off go away, you know, so we'll see if this is much ado about nothing should Oasis get in. You know, now some, some of them, you know, the Sex Pistols, you know, they, they told the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame where to go when they were nominated, and they didn't show up for their award. So good for them, and some others have. Meanwhile, you have a bunch of others who have, you know, they slammed the Hall of Fame you know, forever and ever and ever until they got in, and there they are happily accepting the trophy. Not Todd Rundgren. He played a show just down the road, didn't go. He played the show in Cincinnati that night and didn't go. He was in Cleveland the following week, which was, you know, and kudos to people. If you really feel that way, then act on your beliefs. Now, if you're share, you know, you just said if in December, if elected, I will not serve. So if they do elect her, to be inducted this October. Let's see what she does. Just don't know what they're trying to do there at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because every year it's yeah. like, what? You they're, know? Trying to, they're trying to get people to go to their museum and they're trying to get people to watch their TV show. I think that's, it's a, that's, what that's what they're trying to do. So yeah. they, And, and the, the philosophy is the more the merrier, the more inclusive, the more merrier will be. So, you know, they've... they've basically decided rock and roll is a spirit rather than a particular music form. Yeah. I mean, yeah, got that, that idea that, a long time ago because didn't really stick with uh, real actual dying in the wool rock acts from the very beginning. Did they? Well, there was, so there was the, you know, when you, when they were honoring the forebears and you were getting a lot of people from blues and from rhythm and blues, you know, they were taking the definition far afield, but they were doing it within the context of without these people, there would not have been rock and roll. Right. I and get I felt that. Like I, yeah. yeah, I felt like that worked. Yeah. Um, now, you know, you just have to, if you're going to buy in, you buy into, like I say, rock and roll 
is a spirit that a that Peter Frampton has, that Foreigner has, that Jane's Addiction has, and so does a Tribe Called Quest. That's what you have to buy into if you're going to buy into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I used the number 50 years when we started this because that's how long you've been on with this is roughly 50 <laughs> years. Uh, in our 50 years, I don't think I have seen a more grotesque storyline than this one. The bullets fired from the gun that killed John Lennon are going up for auction. <laughs> that that, was that is that's sickening, Gary. Uh, it's one. It's one of these crazy, uh, you know, macabre things that happen. So this is. It's not the bullet that was fired at John Lennon. It's just a bullet that was fired from that gun, and it was taken by a police officer in New York at the time. John. Lennon was murdered, and then it, and he passed away, and it made its way to the Anderson and Garland auction house, which put it up this week. All so right. I well, wouldn't. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want it. You know. No. Uh, kind of want to know who gets it to sort of stay away from. Yeah, them they or... haven't said. Well, right. They haven't. They they haven't said yet. But yeah, yeah. I, you know. You know, if Don Henley want, uh, says, those are my notes, I never gave those to the reporter, and that, <laughs> that story's going on, this bullet should I don't, it, it should probably just be destroyed, right? It's like an evil bullet, I, if a bullet can be evil. I feel that way. You know, I, you know, again, not something I would own, but you have people out there who, who like to own this crazy you-know-what, and... Yeah. You know, I'm sure it'll it'll fetch some money. You know, there's all sorts all sorts of things related to bad incidents and bad occasions in the world. All right, and like yeah. what what Willie Nelson said, ain't it funny how time slips away? Slips away. Yeah, uh, that's how I feel about this Def Leppard thing. We got to wrap it up here with the announcement of Pyromania. Sure is it is. is it 40 years that Pyromania? Actually, 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 41 years. It came out in 1983, so last year. <laughs> was 40, and I was talking to Phil Collin, the guitarist, yesterday, and I said, okay, who in the band can't count? Yeah, who's that? <laughs> right. But, you know, you know, ha, 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 ha. Um, basically, he said, you know, this is something they would have wanted to do last year, but, you know, because of pandemic things and the backup in vinyl and production and all that, it's coming out this year. So it's a, it's a box set. It's got the original album remastered and also done in Dolby Atmos. It's got two live concerts, and then it's got a disc of demos and outtakes and rough versions. Only one song that has never been released. All the rest of it is early versions of Photograph and Rock of Ages. In fact, they dropped one today. It's a, an alternate version of Rock of Ages. Or, I'm sorry, a photograph, and you can hear that today on all the streaming services. And it comes with the big deluxe books, the, the big deluxe book, and everything else. And I did ask him, though. I said, okay, because of what happened with with Pyromania 40 coming out at 41, are you working early on Hysteria 40? And he said, and he and he said, yes. This is almost already, this is almost perfect because it's very Spinal Tap. Oh yeah. See, yeah, the album is, is better. even better. Now it's 41. But it, in some ways, it's a better story. But yeah, but yeah, that's what's sound like a lot. There have been quite a few anniversary reissue box sets in the past couple of years that have been like the 41st or the 52nd year. And a lot of it has to do with supply chain. So do we have you a know, release date? It, for this? Yeah, it's coming out. Um, you do think I would know this after talking to him. April 26th. Okay. All right. And so then, pretty, pretty, pretty soon. 
and they're going to be on tour, you know, with Journey this summer doing stadiums again. So, so they'll be. Uh, they're, they're, and he said they're going to play, try to play some deep cuts off of Pyromania. All right, Gary, we are all out of time. All right. Well, we will talk next week. All right. Talk to you next week, Gary. Right. Have a good weekend, Gary Graff, our music guy.